This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 430. How new parents keep their love alive and well, part two, by Amity Kramer with Gottman.com. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Joss Marie, and welcome back to my show. This is the podcast where I narrate all things relationship-based, and today is no exception. I'll actually be covering part two of a post from Amity Kramer with the Gottman Institute, so if you're new here, you might want to check out yesterday's episode first to hear part one. That's episode 429. But if you're here for part two, then let's get right into it and start optimizing your life. How New Parents Keep Their Love Alive and Well, part two by Amity Kramer with Gottman.com. Number two, pay attention and see grime as an opportunity. We all have needs. We all want our needs met yesterday. Yet, many people are not very good at expressing needs in a responsible or effective way. It is common to hold your needs in and then let them all out at once, never express them, or express them in a prickly way that offends the person you love. After a new parent is a child, the type of support they will need will change drastically. Finding a way to look for and express needs in a relationship is key to relationship clarity. Making an extra effort to pay attention to your own needs and express them gently will help you and your partner avoid a fight. And staying grounded when your partner expresses a need, even if they are harsh, will help you act in a way that is supportive. Keep in mind that shaming someone for having needs never ends well. Try actions that will be helpful, such as offering extra help, giving a hug, making time for romance or or taking over caring for the baby so your partner can take a nap and shower. All of these small instances of day-to-day life are great opportunities to connect and clean that window together. Be kind and remember that you and your partner cannot read each other's minds. Talking openly and regularly about your needs is the fastest way to ensure that you are each getting your needs met. Number three, look at the grime before you clean. Emotions are messy. Look at them, all of them splattered on that window. The emotions that feel good, even great and the ones that feel uncomfortable or even unbearable. Emotions, especially for children, are very difficult to label, categorize, understand, and manage, and sometimes for adults, too. When you're aiming to clean that window well, you need to understand what you're cleaning first, which means that you both need to understand each other's perspective and express empathy. Once you figure out what emotions are in play, then you can determine how best to clean up that window. For some new parents, the Bringing Baby Home workshop is the first place they have ever heard about emotion coaching, our research-based program for positive and supportive parenting, and how it is impactful in supporting themselves, their partners, and their children. The research is clear that parenting and life overall is far more complex than just living a life that is happy and stable. Our emotions pull us into experiences that are beautiful, frightening, elating, and disappointing or angering. We need to know how to express those emotions, and so do our kids. Joy and happiness are great and essential to a satisfying life, but not at the expense of stifling the expression of other emotions. For children and families to fully thrive, all emotions, even the ones you perceive as negative, need to be valued, expressed, understood, and validated. Sometimes this means allowing yourself to be vulnerable, or at different times staying grounded while someone you love steps into a vulnerable space. When you are okay with being vulnerable and asking your partner to help you, it is also a great opportunity to connect, as it invites your partner in, even sexually. A father of young children in my workshop once connected this idea with the most accurate slogan, Vulnerability is the new Viagra. 
And number four, two people must clean in unity. Quote, my husband and I are in such a good place right now, and we have been using the tools from the workshop regularly. The other night, we had the best stress-relieving conversation. We both felt so much lighter and closer to one another afterwards. We don't have any solutions yet, but being able to effectively communicate and know that the other person is in our corner makes such a difference. Note from a mother in 2017. That's an excellent testimonial that indicates how important it is to work together in supporting each other emotionally, which leads to closeness and mutual support. But you might catch yourself slipping into one of these patterns when a problem arises. Suck it up and deal with it. Or try to change your partner because, to you, the problem is their fault. Or commit to a quick fix that ignores emotions and brushes the root problem under the rug. These behaviors will lead to that window between you becoming so dirty that you can't even see each other. You may even start to put off making the effort to clean since the mess itself seems insurmountable. There is a much better way to approach stress and problems, and that next step is hard. It only works if both partners are willing to put in the effort. It starts with listening and understanding. This means you need to give up being right or believing that you have more common sense than your partner. You need to accept their influence and work as a team in unity and solidarity. You need to look for how your partner might be right, why they might feel the way they do, and communicate through words or actions that you still love and like them. That's it. No need to change them or fix the problem. Just listening and providing your partner with the peace of being understood and supported is enough. Problems cannot be solved and compromise cannot be achieved unless you are intentional about listening to really listen and working together to understand and validate each other's perspectives. With the passing of time, couples' windows will always accumulate gunk and grime. Sometimes the window will get clean regularly. Other times, when life gets busy and overwhelming, the window will get messy. Attending the Bringing Baby Home workshop creates shared experience and feeling how wonderful it is to see each other clearly, to find great joy in that view that staying connected is doable bit by bit, and that their happiness is worth the effort. And according to John Gottman, the greatest gift you can give a child is a wonderful relationship between you and your partner. I think that's worth the effort too. You just listened to part two of the post titled, How New Parents Keep Their Love Alive and Well, by Amity Kramer with Gottman.com. Okay. So what Amity says right at the end about the greatest gift you can give your child is so true. Children do pick up on our feelings and kids are very attuned to their parents' emotional communication. As some of us may already know from personal experience, kids who are exposed to negativity are more likely to struggle more later in life. And I couldn't agree more with Amity on this point. It's something that Lee and I definitely keep in mind so that our littles, Talon and Colby, grow up in a loving environment. Parenting is complex, but you're not alone especially if you reach out for help when you need it and stand beside your partner through all the ups and downs. And on that note, the Gottman Institute has an email newsletter called The Marriage Minute, and you can receive videos, articles, and more that are based on doctors John and Julie Gottman's four decades of clinical experience and research on couples' relationships, and it's free to subscribe. But with that, let's go ahead and wrap up. I hope you have a fantastic weekend where you can possibly try out some of the tips you've learned from here over the week. Take it easy, and I'll see you again here on Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, 
the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,